Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to the original Loretta Brown Show radio to open the heart, heal the soul, awaken the consciousness. Good morning, Benny. Hello. Good morning. Oh, let me turn good. on my camera there. There we go. Yes. Hi, everyone. Yes. yes. <laughs> look at how beautiful you look today. Well, thank you. You know, it's it's in good honor because I'm going to move my microphone out of the way. There it is right there. Happy Pride Month to everyone. Yay. Yay. And happy you look Pride very, Month. Yeah, and you look very festive. Thank you very much. And happy June. June. And rabbit 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 <laughs> yeah because there's <laughs> rabbit, rabbit. on the first day of every month my my astrologer friend says you should say rabbit 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 and that sets the tone for the month i have no idea where that came from <laughs> if we have to act super fast i don't know if i'm down for that i'd like to maybe slow down for this one okay slow down oh, okay. well we, we uh, I'll, i'm gonna do a short astrology check-in but wow the energies are super different already Ooh. so hang in there yeah um anyway um I am the owner of Reiki Oasis. Uh, we're located right here in Seattle area, uh, the Seattle area for almost 30 years now. And of course, I am Loretta Brown. So I've got a couple of things coming up. June 10th, I have a Reiki One class. June 17th, I have my monthly class for women, the Temple of the Divine Feminine. You can sign up for that stuff at schedule.reikioasis.com. And of course, I am booked out. Um, that is how it always is. So if you're trying to make a, a personal appointment with me, be patient. Also, you want to go to Egypt? Because I'm going. I take a, uh, sacred trips around the world, and we will be going November 1st through the 14th. If you're interested in that, just send me an email. Send it to ReikiOasis at gmail.com. Just put Egypt in the subject matter, and I will find it and send you the information. So crazy, crazy energies from April and May. Actually, it's just been ongoing. It's been ongoing. Uh, so take a deep breath. Remember always to center and ground and clean and protect all that wonderful stuff, manage your energy field. Uh, but June 2023 brings all kinds of different things. We, it, it kind of feels like two months rolled into one. Uh, in the first part of the month, there's kind of an up and down energy, and you might feel a little bit scattered. Things might go from being on track to being off track. <laughs> uh, but the second half of the month, the energy really slows down, and this beautiful feminine energy comes in, which is going to guide us to work with our hearts. We also have some things going on with the North Node. So today is actually kind of awesome. We have Jupiter aligning with the north node in taurus and this is actually good stuff so for some of you this might help be getting things in alignment with your your finances uh with world events it can bring things out up to the surface for us to take a look at and actually we're just getting prepared for uh, the north node to go into aries <laughs> a little bit later in june and then hang on to your hats for the next 20 months because it's going to move forward rapidly i think we're all kind of ready for that anyway we also have today on june 1st mercury's coming out of the shadow phase finally it it was retrograde uh and it it takes a while after it, it goes direct for it to start to move and so today is the day so pay attention to any messages that you might receive today because Mercury is the messenger of the gods. And if you've been experiencing all kinds of technology, communication, or, or contract disputes over the last few weeks, 
it's going to start to run a little smoother. And then on June 3rd, a couple of days from now, we have a full moon in Sagittarius. And this is a lighter moon. We've been having these big, heavy full moons and all these eclipses. But I want to remind you that full moons are, are revealers of truth. They're illuminators, right? So they will come and shine onto an area that you need to take a look at. And Sagittarius is connected to our intuition, our higher spiritual paths. The Sagittarian holds a bow and arrow, and they shoot the arrow toward the mark. So what would you like to aim for? And I suggest that we bring in a little bit of hope or joy or some lightness of being, because Saturn, who is our master teacher, is also the planet of our uh, karma is activated under this full moon. So let's try to balance that out with some maybe some laughter and some fun times. Remembering <laughs> we are the ones we've been waiting for. That's a great statement. Ooh, ooh. And then on June 5th to 6th, we have Venus entering Leo, where it will stay until October. And this is kind of an important uh, thing to take a look at because it, it relates to matters of the heart and with your finances. And so on June 5th to 6th, pay attention to what's going on because it's going to give you some clues as to what you're going to be working with until October. By the time we reach the end of June, we're going to have three planets in retrograde. Venus will go retrograde July 23rd. And um, that this is a time, Venus retrograde is a time to mend all the wounds of our hearts and get back into the flow of love. Um, like I said, it's also about our money uh, uh, realms. So we do want to take a look at that. So with all of that said, I just actually just want to get to my guests. I have two amazing women on my show with me today. I'm so excited for this show. I just rabbit, rabbit, rabbit. <laughs> That's the way it is. Anyway, uh, my guests are Kate Montana and Robin Duda. And Kate Montana was on my show a couple of months ago. We talked about her amazing book, Cracking the Matrix, 14 Keys to Individual and Global Freedom. I, you can go into the archives uh, for the original Loretta Brown show. Oh, you've got the book. Great. And uh, yeah, you guys can all see Kate there. And we did such a wonderful talk about it. I wanted to have her back. And then in her book, she talks about Robin Duda. And so we've got Robin on the show today, too. But just for those people that need a little bit of information, Kate Montana is a dauntless explorer, dauntless, dauntless of inner and outer worlds. <laughs> and she has a master's degree in humanistic psychology, 37, 40, 87, a million years of intense meditation and inner work under her belt. She's a journalist for over 30 years, the author of, like I said, several books, and her books are all amazing, but you really need to just get cracking the matrix, release the Kraken, 14 Keys to Individual and Global Freedom, which explores the nature and presence of the anti-life force on this planet. We're going to delve into that. And then my other guest is Robin Duda. Uh, she's a minister of soul alchemy, the co-founder and spiritual director of the Sustainable Love Transformation and Training Center in Santa Fe, New Mexico. After attaining a master's degree in social work and a master's degree in dance therapy, <laughs> dance 
dance, dance, everybody dance. Now, Robin's natural gifts were dramatically enhanced in 1990 by a powerful near-death experience. She's going to tell us about that. And the event awakened her to the vital importance of a reintegrating lost or overshadowed soul parts, which is part of the healing process of soul alchemy that she developed over the last 35 years. And she has been helping individuals from all around the world, experiencing, integrating, putting it all back together out of trauma, sexual abuse, ritual, satanic abuse. Oh, we have so much to talk about. Please, you yes. got it. I'm on the edge of my seat. Welcome to the show, you guys. Welcome, 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 wonderful women. So good yeah. to be back. Thank you so much for including me. I, 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 I'm I loving this so much. I feel like I'm bathing in some sort of delicious divine feminine energy. It's just lovely. Um, so Loretta, I have to say, and this is totally off track. My mother taught me the first day of get up in the morning, first of every month and go out of bed backwards saying rabbit, rabbit, rabbit. So that's got to be 60 years and old. So I have no idea where she got that from either. I love that. Well, there's that, that, there's that connection. So, um, I, I'm not even quite sure where to begin. I think Kate, it's good if we begin with you and give us some backstory and, and remind people about your book and, and, and how you met Robin, you just take it away, Kate. (laughs) Oh, wow. Well, it all started with COVID. I I was just a normal spiritual person when COVID hit, you know, I, I was meditating every day and trying to get to the light and be a higher, better, more enlightened human, you know, not human being, didn't want to be a human being, anything but that, um, out of my body and, you know, out there to God and, um, thinking that I had it all together and then the world fell apart. And and I looked at the mess and the disaster and the fear and the trauma around me. And I was like, what am I missing? And because all of those spiritual years had been, you know, look to the light, look to the look, you know, only look to the light. Don't look at that. Don't look at dark, you know, stuff. Be positive. And and I went, something's not working. And so that's when I turned around and I started to investigate the nature and presence of evil on this planet. That was my, that was the only thing I could think of is that I had had psychic attacks when I opened my Kundalini, when I started meditating, I had had early weird interference dreams when I was a little kid that I could never understand about violence and blood and torture. And it's like, where does that come from for a, with a four or five-year-old? So I had all of these old psychic, if you want to call it psychic experiences under my belt. And so when I turned around and started researching this, I was like, oh my God, I was amazed to discover that every culture, every civilization on every continent back as far as I could track to Atlantis had a name for this, for an for a negative, debilitating, um, anti-life downgrading force that would insinuate itself into our minds, our emotional bodies, our bodies, and drag us down. And I was like, wow, I I was blown away, frankly. And the more I studied it, the less I understood it. I read whole books about this, this, this intelligence that is called um, in Native American language, Wendigo, 
or Witiko. The Tibetans call this intelligence, this interdimensional intelligence, um, the hungry ghosts. The, yeah. Yeah. the Greeks called it the archons, malevolent beings of evil and malintent. Um, the Hawaiians here, the Kahunas call it the Epa. So I was like, holy Moses. So the whole book, Cracking the Matrix, was to how could how could this presence be here obvious i mean carl jung writes about this presence calls it the antimimos and equates it to the antichrist so i'm like how if this is so obvious if this has been with us forever yeah why are we not talking about this why are we not addressing this what is this how does it show up how are we being affected and is there an agenda? As it turns out, there is. As far as I've been able to determine, it's to degrade our light. We're beings of pure love. These bodies are pure love. and But there's this movement to drag our light down and our frequency down so we can become a match for this lower. And, you know, and Robin's going to come in and explain yeah. all this better than I can because she's been working with this intelligence these beings these entities whatever you want to call it uh, for a long time i thought i was dealing with astral forces and bless robin she kind of said well yes astral but they're also interdimensional and so what happened was is i wrote cracking the matrix i thought i had a handle on this i thought <laughs> i understood it and then a friend a, a mutual friend of robin's and i hadn't met robin at this point goes you know kate there's really something funny about your energy and I was like what do you mean there's something funny about my energy I've been meditating for 40 years you know <clears throat> and she said no there, there's something you know that is kind of kind of vampiric about your and well the moment she said that I was so horrified but being a friend she just didn't say that and then leave me hanging she said I know a gal in Santa Fe her name is Robin Duda and she works um does soul alchemy soul retrieval she said I don't know what you're dealing with but she will so she put me in so she put me in touch with Robin. I finished writing a book about this stuff and thought I knew it. And so anyway, so I get a hold of Robin and we start working on Zoom together and start clearing out some old patterns. And it got really intense really, really fast. And much to my incredulous dismay, I realized that I had these interdimensional interferences working with me, working in me, through me, from old patterns, old traumas, unhealed wounds, ancestral patterns, et cetera, et cetera. So, um, and then Robin and I became good friends and and uh, we're writing a book together on sacred activism, talking about this subject. Um, and, you know, why sacred activism actually hasn't really worked is because we haven't been dealing with a full deck. We haven't really had the full conversation yet about the light and the dark and what we're dealing with. And I'm going to hand this to Robin. And just my last thing I'd like to say is like, you know, it, it just so many of my friends who are still focused on positivity, let's just be happy, um, kept saying, Kate, why are you why are you focused on the dark side? You know, and you're, you're just dragging your light down. And I was like, no, I can't live a full life. I can't be fully embodied. I can't fully express who and what I really am unless I'm dealing with everything and everything is on the table and I know what I'm addressing and I know what I'm working with. And, you know, 
if I don't, then I'm easily manipulated, which is the whole story of what we saw happen during COVID. The whole world yeah. was manipulated. So anyway, so yeah, so Robin, hello, Robin. <laughs> hello, Kate. And again, thank you, Loretta, and all of your listeners. It takes so much curiosity and humbling to continue to look at oneself, to continue to drop deeper into your body, say, what have I not loved yet? And mostly where we get vulnerable, and which, which is what Kate's talking about, is what we can't see, what we can't feel, what we're not willing to look at. And so much of the issues that we're seeing so painfully uh, in front of us on media and with our closest friends that have done everything they know to do, the self-help movement, the new age movement, you know, praying, 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 all of that has just been dismantling because the authentic self has not been revived. The authentic natural self that is love has been denied for so long. And we've been programmed out of it for so long, which is what Kate's book is about, that we think it is who we really are. So the very first thing that Kate started to navigate with me when she asked me to come support her and most people start to navigate when they start to recognize that, hey, my life isn't working the way that I know is possible. Well, what have you not been willing to feel that's happened in your life? What have you not been willing to accept that is vibrating in your system? What are you avoiding? What are you detaching from? What are you running from with addictions? Or even meditation can be an addiction. Are you seeking another state other than the embodiment of bringing all your soul and all your parts, loving and not loving, in to find out what they need? So my journey with Kate has been so joyous and challenging because and intense. and intense and mostly folks that do a lot of work, we have to push up against this idea of who we think we are. And some people call it the ego, but I'm, I'm actually feeling we need a new word because yeah. it's not ego. It's the consciousness that we accept in our body as truth, the imprints. The consciousness we accept from our ancestors, our DNA. Oh, you're just that kind of person. The consciousness that comes through the mental realm and the media and the hypnosis of religions and new age movement and gurus and teachers. The consciousness that comes into our emotional realm. So all of those four uh, elements of who we are, plus the spiritual confusion about who we are, mm -hmm. creates this experience of not really knowing ourselves. Yeah. The other thing I was thinking when you were talking about that is that I, I talk a lot about how people, we need to live from the inside out rather than the outside in. And everybody is looking outside themselves like, well, what is it? What is it? What is it? And and the biggest, one of the biggest issues, you know, that's coming out of all of this is what is the truth? Who's telling the truth? And, and Kate, you said it so well, it has not been the entire truth. So in order for us to be who we're truly meant to be, and I don't know if empowered is the right word, I just embodied it in ourselves, the knowing of ourselves, is we do have to take a look at the entire picture. And uh, I, I'm with you. So many people are like, oh, love and light, love and light, butterflies, fairies, you know, oh, no, 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 no. Uh, we all have to be in bliss. And I'm like, 
Yeah, but we have a distance to go. And there is something that's been interfering with that. I tell you, one of yeah. the most shocking things to me, Loretta, after all these years of spiritual striving for the light and getting out of my body, is that it's not out and up, it's down and in. And and then to turn around and finally realize that my body is my safe place. My body will never lie to me. It always knows what's going on. It's so subtly and delicately attuned to every nuance. And it's my guidepost that I can count on. And it's just like, oh my God, it's, this is not the bad, wrong, corrupt, sinful you know, vehicle I was taught. And which is again, an insinuated program from this intelligence that has this agenda to drag us down. How better to sabotage us than to get us thinking we're bad, shameful, wrong, ugly, violent, corrupt, untrustworthy, when we're beings of pure love. But well, once we're convinced that we're what it is, it's God. Yeah, yeah, okay. that's, that's a powerful statement. And then I want to add this little bit. You know, when people have gone through trauma, when they've gone through this serious stuff, you know, and of course, I think that, you know, I think they need to have a, a code for <laughs> post-pandemic stress syndrome or something, you know, because it, it, it really activated the trauma in all of my clients, this lifetime, past lifetimes and ancestral traumas. But when you when you exist within that, one of the common things people do is they exit their body. It's not safe in the body. So I'll just shoot right out the top of my head and or maybe I'll I'll live on the outside next to my body or something. But this idea you, you need to get back in and you need to bring bring those pieces together. It's it's powerful. It's powerful work. And and Robin, I know you're doing this at at a, an amazing work right an amazing thing um it's, yeah it's been, it's been so powerful during covid um, so many people in santa fe came inside you know and so many folks around the world were looking to the screens for answers and then they realized well it's not happening there so it really demanded from for some of us to go deeper in into the exploration of what's really true for self and you spoke to what's true i think there's a disconnect with our, our spiritual systems, our religions, our healing modalities that don't understand that the emotional body is actually deeply connected to the soul and the will and our life force and our vitality to say yes and no. And so, so much of what you're speaking about with trauma is we go through a trauma, we leave our bodies and we numb the emotional context of that moment of that trauma. And the moment we say, I don't wanna feel this, whatever it is, that creates that gap where the interdimensional beings and the entities of our perpetrators and the agendas of others can then come in and fill the space in our tissue where our will on our emotional body used to vibrate and our soul. So once our soul does start to come back, we start to remember all sorts of things that we had completely disconnected from. And right now, people are with the energies of the planet just emanating so much more love and moving into new celestial arenas, our planet as it's evolving into higher consciousness. Our bodies are purging, and those things we have not loved and felt are right in our faces. And it's time to bring them home and love them with all of your, all of your eternal essence. 
to bring those parts home and love them. And, so we, and that comes doing off, a lot of that. <laughs> yeah, when when those parts that have been dispossessed that couldn't handle the trauma that didn't want to feel that couldn't understand it three or five or two or zero um when those energies of me start coming home this is what i've been experiencing is like then there's no room for that other influence <laughs> right and then i'm me radiating me whatever that is and i'm i'm in a deep discovery you know of, of what is that because i haven't been whole for quite a while and you know and all this coming back is like wow what a new adventure that is so rich and so deep i had one of my clients yesterday uh, talking about how she has gone from being a we to a being an i uh, it, and, and she doesn't know what it means <laughs> right <laughs> Like, what does that mean to be me? Yeah. Go ahead, Robin. Just hearing that is so relevant to what people are experiencing here. There's an integrative force that is magnetic, electric, and is pure connection to source. Whether one uses the term God or whatever one's language is to connect and speak of that source, that frequency of pure love that is in the planet, that is in our spiritual nature, that is in our body's nature. And so much of the gathering right now is what I thought wasn't love, I'm calling back, that's me. But what convinced me that I wasn't love, love is leaving. And so the alchemical process is that the part, the child, the soul aspect that says, I'm, I'm awful, you know, this happened to me. I have been controlled and I have perpetrated and I've done these terrible things. So that identity of that child, we bring that soul mess in and then it starts to purify and transmute the false identity. And we find out that that child part just wanted to be loved and said yes and did what it, what it had to do to survive. And then, of course, the power of love and forgiveness starts to purify all those personality traits that the other source, the non-life, non-love source, programmed us to believe that we were not ever lovable. And then that literally leaves people. Sometimes it looks like a possession, sometimes entities, sometimes, you know, squirrely, weird, bizarre creatures leave people's beings, yeah. Snakes uh, with reptilian faces. <laughs> it's it's uh, really fascinating. But it's happening faster and faster and more and more spontaneously when folks get in their body and choose nature and choose their nature. So it's just, and uh, I know that from your last interview, you mentioned Oracle Girl, Jacqueline Hobbs. Yeah. She also supports this work in terms of, she's validated everything I've learned for 35 years. And I, I was in the new age capital of the United States and I was not popular have still not necessarily popular. I'm not looking for that. I'm here to find the truth of what heals. And uh, I didn't train with anyone per se. I listened and I listened and I asked questions and I asked, what does love want to do here? How would love heal this? And this is where most of my method came from is experimenting, experiencing how people really heal and what really sticks. I love that. So we're going to take a little station break. Um, 
This is such a juicy, delicious conversation and much needed. It's great for my heart. I hope the listeners are enjoying it. Um, uh, but this is Loretta Brown, my guest today, Kate Montana and Robin Duda. And um, we are we're talking about the anti-life force. <laughs> Call it whatever you want. Kate has written a great book called Cracking the Matrix, 14 Keys to Individual and Global Freedom. You're going to want to get that book. And the two of you, I can't wait until your book comes out together. And uh, we're, yeah, so we're going to take a little station break. Don't go away. When we come back, we're going to get into it even further. Time is funny. Sometimes it seems fast, another time slow. When it comes to time slots remaining on Alternative Talk 1150, time is running out. In fact, there are just a few primetime slots available. So if you want to host your own radio program, the time to call 425-653-1150 is right now. Nope, no time for excuses. Dial 425-653-1150 to find out how affordable it can be to host a radio show. Alternative Talk, we have an opportunity waiting just for you. Did you know that Reiki healing can be done at a distance? It's true. So let Reiki Oasis focus powerful energy to help relieve your stress, grief, sadness, anger, and so much more. Convenient, personalized treatments at a distance can increase lightness of being. During your appointment, find a quiet place to lie down or sit to receive healing energies. If you want help with your dis-ease, visit ReikiOasis.com. Harness life's energy. Visit ReikiOasis.com today. You may not realize how important three letters can be. For a patient who needs type A, B, or O blood, these letters can mean life. But there simply aren't enough people giving blood. Every two seconds, someone in the U.S. needs it. But only about 3% of the population donates. Without more donors, hospitals may not have the blood needed to save lives. That's why the American Red Cross needs people to help restore the A's, B's, and O's that are depleting each day. When you make your appointment to donate blood at redcrossblood.org forward slash missing types, you can help give strength to kids, parents, and grandparents who face life and death challenges. From cancer patients to accident survivors waiting for critical surgeries, your generosity can give someone more life. Don't wait until the letters A, B, and O are missing from hospital shelves. You are the missing type patients need. Visit redcrossblood.org forward slash missing types or call 1-800-RED-CROSS to make your donation appointment today. Alternative Talk 1150, here to uplift your day. Baby, we were born this way. Woohoo! Yeah, welcome back to the original Red and Brown show. We are bathing in divine feminine energy today. Uh, I want to remind everybody that these shows are archived. You can uh, download them and listen to them over and over. We're at KKNW 1150 AM. Look for the original Loretta Brown Show archive. <coughs> and then we're also on iTunes, Podcast One, Spotify, Twitter, Megaphone, all over the place. So be sure to go back and uh, uh, look through it. Um, we are having such a great discussion. Uh, Kate Montana has written a great book called Cracking the Matrix, 14 Keys to Individual and Global Freedom. Go buy it right now. Just do it. You can do it. <laughs> it's all right. It won't hurt you. And um, it's. I think it's very, very important, very imperative. And then Robin Duda is a the uh, Minister of Soul Alchemy, and she does a lot of amazing work. Um, I, I'm just simply going to bring this point forward because we were talking about it during the break. And a lot of people um, 
come to me and they're like, what do my guides have to say to me? And, and, and how do I connect with my guides and all this kind of stuff. And we were discussing how we're actually born. We are born with an internal guidance system that is a part of who we are. And it's, it's, it, you call it your intuitive self or whatever, but, um, I'm just going to make a statement and then you you ladies please comment that I more and more have people asking me well what do I need my guides for and the the truth of the matter is that you're one of the most important things you could do right now is is get your own guidance system online and figure out how to follow your own guidance because it eliminates the confusion about who am I talking to are these benevolent or non-benevolent entities or so forth and so on. So uh, please, either one of you or both of you comment on that. Yeah. I've got a quick insert and I I said it in your previous show when we were talking about my book. Um, Classic example of this is where does the concept of original sin come from in Christianity? Original sin, we are corrupt. We're born in the body. The body is sinful, corrupt, evil place, et cetera, et cetera. This is the most insidious, divisive, shame-dragging-us-down concept that has ever been perpetrated and accepted by humanity. Where did this thought come from? Way back in 200 AD, a guy by the name of Mani, of the prophet of Babylon, was talking to, just kept hearing his voice. He called it his other self. He didn't know what it was. He didn't label it as an angel or anything, but it was this disembodied voice in his head whispering about the evils of the body and how corrupt it was and that we were born into sin and that we had to get out of our bodies and go out to the light and da 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 da. That was picked up by Augustine of Hippo, who then, as a theologian, introduced it into Christian theology and 1,500 years of epigenetic programming of shame and, and separation later that and so but what was that and what was that voice it was like you know every augustine of hippo thought it was an angel so that's exactly what you're talking about and herein is the great deception higher frequencies are not necessarily more loving higher frequencies can have agendas um to separate and divide and this is the 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 glitter of so many uh leaders and some gurus and some teachers, they Im- excite us with that high frequency. They even know how to come into the heart chakra and start to manipulate our own desires because they're master manipulators, not because, let's say, uh, they're here to take us down in their own psyches. They really believe what they're doing is for our better good. And and I've done a lot of work with people that have been in cults and uh, following certain gurus that were sex- ended up being sexually abused by them. So this idea that something higher than you knows more than you, this is an illusion. This is an illusion. And this is one of the illusions taught to us as kindergartners, you know, and as children, we of course have to have our parents guide us. So then we give our power away as children disconnecting from what feels right and not right in our system so early on. And then when you're talking about trying to get answers, we then give our power away again and again and again to our job, our corporate environment, uh, the cultural agendas that are before us to fit in, to be loved. And then when it comes down to what you're speaking about with the spirit guide, 
most of the spirit guides I have met for my journey were actually myself in another dimension. So <laughs> what I began doing is saying, all right. And I work with the rainbow light, which is the two Taurus of infinite unity consciousness. And I, I call and invoke, if you are me and my true essence, I call you into my heart to become part of my guidance system. And I activate the rainbow flame. And that's a whole process I teach of embodying your multidimensional nature. And then if you are not of my true essence and belong to my body, thank you very much. I am complete. And so what that starts to do is you're inviting your multidimensional high frequency self to commit to the, your life right now about what's loving. Because what's loving right now may not be loving to who you were 15 lives ago. That has an agenda. You've got to go to Egypt and get it all handled because that's what you have to do. Well, I haven't paid my mortgage and I haven't, <laughs> you know, it's like disregarding all of what's happening in your current life and telling you to go on a mission. And that happened to me. Let me tell you, after my near-death experience, I could hear everyone and everything that I ever was. And I had to figure out a way to organize it because it was overwhelming. <laughs> so tell us about uh, your near-death experience. And and uh, yeah, just Robin, go for it. <laughs> well, uh, I had just finished my two master's degree. I had come back uh, from New York City and I had an incredible experience um, in three years getting two masters and I was one of those right just like Kate was you know I wanted to get it all I wanted to do it all and a feminist and just incredibly um, devoted to improving myself 24 7 they called me the superwoman right so by that point of my journey I was also 29 and I was also a performer and I was miserable when I got honest with myself I was miserable and I wasn't really willing to accept that. And I was mostly in my head, a psychologist father, really brilliant family, all academics, all, you know, some geniuses in my family. So I thought that was where, where it lives. You know, if you're really bright, that's, you know, if you can analyze it, you can know it, right? So I was performing outdoors with this energy and attitude and having a, I was in a show that I created through the Lorax, the story of the Lorax by Dr. Seuss. And I had just finished telling the story on Earth Day. Yeah, on Earth Day, 1990. And I was barefoot and I stepped on a bottle cap that pierced the wire up the whole uh, system up to the amphitheater. Oh, the power and, cable. Uh, yeah, and I got electrically shocked. Oh. And I leaped so high out up the left side. And then I grounded on the right. Uh, but as I died, I went fully fully into a state that I had no idea existed because at that point I was completely mentally looking at the world and not aware of spiritual realities whatsoever. So I was pulled to avoid. And now in reflection, I can talk about this. And at the time I had no words for it, but I was pulled to a very womb-like space, uh, very just all encompassing. I didn't see any beings. I, I felt only pure love. And I just started having a conversation like, how can I be having this experience? And I'm not my body. How can I be having this conversation? <laughs> I'm down there. It was just trippy, right? Like most, most near-death folks talk about it. 
but I don't want to get too long here. The essence of what happened was my being was enveloped in an experience of really who I am. As an eternal being, I woke up to being an essence of love. But I argued with this source and I said, why can't I have it in my body? This isn't, this isn't right. And basically, they agreed. It, love agreed. You can have it in your body. The issue is you don't love everything that you are. And I'm like, you, you know, I just finished my master's. You know, what do you mean? It shouldn't be so hard. <laughs> and so I committed. And, they, and the voice said, source said, you can have love in your body, but you have to be willing to love everything you see in your current life is a mirror of what you either love or don't love. And now your journey is to integrate the parts of your soul that have never been forgiven and loved. And that's your work on the planet. If you want love in your body, if you want to embody this love every step of the way. And then I said, yes, I can. I want to live. I didn't even know I had a choice. And then I was downloaded with realities that have taken me all this time to understand about how things work here. And this alternative source, this non-love source that's on the planet, which I started meeting in me that had hijacked me during trauma experiences and was not me. And as I started my healing journey, these entities and energies would just fly off. And the first group of women that I connected with to experiment with me were all Reiki, Reiki women. And they were so committed to truth and exploring and experimenting. So we just would go in and say, what does love need to do here? And I'd learned how to integrate every aspect of myself that I would meet until I found so much soul mass and so many gifts that I remembered how to do healing. I, I didn't, and I was told not to read. That's the other thing Kate's been like, you don't read a whole lot, do you, Robs? And I was told, don't read anybody else's ideas. Don't read any more new age literature. Don't read anything. Just listen. And so for the last 25 years, that's what I've been doing and not in the world trying to teach or like I haven't been on programs. I've just been cultivating and, and learning and building community and really healing myself, Loretta. My mm-hmm. husband and I met and our healing journey began because when real love connects with your body and you're really committed to, to that love and sustaining it no matter what, everything unlike love flushes up just like an old pimple. It's got to come out. And that's what I think is happening on our planet right now is what has been unloved and unhealed has to rise. Yeah. for all to address it well wow. that, that whole thing about and then what is love it's not this ooey gooey treacly everything is just fine oh i love you no matter what yes you know it's just like oh please to expand the idea of the idea just even saying the words the idea of, to move into that embodied place where i mean the force of life has risen up through me sometimes it's like it's like a fire dragon coming through me and it's the expression of love it's the expression of life and it's fierce and it's uncompromised it's it's just like and then sometimes it's just tender and gentle like a falling leaf on a pond it's like but it this journey just to discover what love is because i thought i knew 
Uh, yeah, I, I'm thinking how, once again, how appropriate the show is because we've got Venus going into Leo and it's all about the heart. Mm. You know, it's all about the heart. And um, in the it, it, July 23rd, we've got this retrograde Venus, which is bringing all of this to the forefront. So I, I always look at the synchronicity of things like it really is time for us to get into mm. our hearts and to figure out what that really means. The idea of embodying our own self. And I'm just going to say this. I've known for a long time that all my guides are just higher versions of myself. I've, I've known that forever. And trying to explain that to people is like, well, okay, whatever, right? Like, so we're on this journey. Um, I want to quote something here. And, and Kate, I think I took this. I forgot to write down where I took it. It's either from your book or from your webpage. And it says, unhealed trauma and missing soul parts literally create gaps in the human psyche, opening the door and providing entry for interdimensional beings to come in and take over the persona, beings with no soul, spirit, love, or capacity for emotion. Once they have taken over the body, it explains how people can do such horrific things to one another. They literally are no longer themselves human beings of pure love. Mm -hmm. So, Interdimensional beings, and Robin, I, I, I'm going to turn to you for a moment because I know you've gone through this whole journey and you have put together this, uh, this healing or this method of working with things, but what makes us vulnerable to these interdimensional beings? And I may have just read it. And, and what does that mean, interdimensional, and what do we do about it? Oh boy! How much time you got? <laughs> well, I went, I went um, we had like five minutes or something. <laughs> oh my! Well, I think we're really speaking already into what makes us vulnerable when we disconnect from our true nature, and that can happen as early as three years old. Um, when I've dealt with people with ritual abuse, they know to get a child before five to damage the grounding to their first chakra, the anus and the vagina and the penis and the, this whole beautiful regenerative energy, when that is damaged and not able to stay open to the earth frequency, and it then is holding itself as I'm not safe on earth, I'm not safe on earth, then the spiritual essence often of a being starts to leave. If I can't be safe on earth, which is what the satanic and other interdimensional forces want us to feel and believe is I'm not safe on earth. They give us alternative ways to feel safe. And in those alternative ways, we go to the intellect, we go to analysis, we go to other teachers, we go to Mother Mary. I can't tell you how many people, unfortunately, painfully, have been hijacked by a false Mother Mary that has consumed their soul essence and it's hanging out in a higher frequency and their beingness can't connect to their own current time self. And then their child tries to come back in and they repeat the child pattern over and over because the child's seeking healing. So we repeat the pattern of whatever that abuse was as an adult, marrying abusive folks, being in a toxic relationships. 
And so these vulnerabilities that are unhealed are in our holographic reality. And because we're creators from frequency, we are recreating every trauma we ever had from any time space, but mostly this one. And most of us are vulnerable to this because we have not been shown in this culture, Western culture, that going into our pain and vibrating those emotional intense experiences are healthy. Oh, don't be angry, honey. You go to your room. When we're shut down so quickly in a trauma response or an anger response as a child, our physical emotional body can't move through its own natural cycle. And Peter Levine's talked about this so much. Trauma healing, Gabor Mate is talking about this. Being able to move through a cycle of emotional trauma and physical trauma is what heals it with a witness of love. So if you don't have a witness of love, another human, you can't do this stuff alone. You cannot heal alone. We are damaged and hurt in relationship. We are, are betrayed at the deepest heart level, Loretta, and I'm so grateful you're talking about this. Our whole culture has to repair their broken heart because our relationships have been taken over by this interdimensional force that is not easy to see, but we can feel it, we can sense it, it tastes, smells, we can feel it with our senses, but we can't always see it until it hijacks another being, until it hijacks a human. So it moves in between the dimensions and it comes in when people are out of their body with drugs, with alcohol, with sex, with meditation at times, no matter how much protection you call in, if you're disembodied, you've got folks in there that are not you. And this is a big wake up call for, for spirit, spiritual people and on deep journeys. And a lot of my techniques are from remembering the shamanic principles of claiming your space, claiming your sovereignty, opening to the power of earth, letting the earth's love fill you, commanding your absolute sacred sovereign space. You shall not pass like Gandalf, yeah? And commanding with your own field, no. And if you don't have access to your anger, which is love, anger is part of love, and fear is a part of love. And this is another thing that people keep forgetting. Every emotion is part of our love. So if you are denying your emotional content for whatever reason, and you're not letting your body vibrate it through your system, you are still suppressing your own healing mechanisms. So what do you do about it? You got to get honest and you got to get transparent with your sweethearts, your beloveds, your family. Sustainable love is based on relationship healing and repair because that was my journey. And it's also right now, it's couples, groups, lovers, mom and dads of 40-year-old young people here, right? Young people. Yeah, they feel terrified to say the truth to their own parents. Completing with your family. What have you not been willing to experience and forgive in yourself and forgive your parents for? And you can't bypass that forgiveness stuff. <laughs> yeah. And look at the cancer that is rampant because of resentment and bitterness unhealed. Hatred and resentment and anger are messengers. And once they're literally loved as energy, they will move through and your tissue will heal. And I have a lot of clients that have had cancer and healed a lot of 
well, I could go on and on, but once people recognize the healing is in them, the power of healing is with earth and source and in their own hearts. And getting help is really key. Having a witness, having support, having someone you absolutely trust has no agenda for you, like you, Loretta. Having someone that can hold unconditional love for you so you can learn to hold it for yourself. Yeah. And be witnessed in the unhealed trauma. It's it's so powerful. Wow. I I'm just simply gonna have to have both of you back. This is so to the point. Um I'm thinking to myself also, and we're down to like a minute, a minute and a half, right? We're very close to the end of the show. Um, I was talking to somebody yesterday about what has happened to social skills because everybody's on technology, got their face in a in a screen. And this idea that the healing is it's in relationships, it's in nature, it's in us. It's like come back to the natural world. And also um, to go into that quiet place. And, and like you've done, Robin, seek the answers. They are there within us. And this constant searching, searching, searching is just constant searching. So in the last like minute, I know this is difficult. Uh, please tell people where to find you. Uh, one last word um, from both of you, just super quick. Go, Kate. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, what a humbling to go from thinking I knew it all as a spiritual person to realizing that there was so much more to go. And um, and I bless Robin for opening so many doorways for me. Um, it, what a conversation. Um, Where can they find you? Very quick. KateMontana.com. Kate with a C. And, okay. um, and Cracking the Matrix is on Amazon.com. So Okay. All Robin. right. Robin, quick. Oh, my. Just trust Trust love. And where does love show up in your life? Is it with a puppy? Is it with a tree? Is it with a rock? Is it with your sweetheart? Is it with your children? Trust the process of love. It will always tell you the truth. And sacrifice is not love. And that's the trickery is martyrdom and sacrifice has been programmed into people and then they deny what is true for their bodies and themselves in the name of love so this is what we're learning learn what love is to your own self sustainablelove.com is my website sustainablelove.com and robinduda <laughs> at gmail.com is my wonderful thank, thank you so so much to everybody out there there's only love in this room everything else is an illusion have a beautiful beautiful week shine under that full moon in Sagittarius. It sounds like a song. And 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 Soul Sisters, love to you. Need to have you back. Benny, you're the best. Thank you so much, everybody.